0: for listening once again to Relentless in God. Today, it is our last episode of the year 2021. So I am pretty excited and pretty hyped up to talk about this topic in this episode. We're going to talk about ultra independence from the woman's perspective. Why the woman's perspective? Because this is my perspective and I do know guys see it in another way. So hold on to this episode and stay tuned we have a lot to bring today so here we go with this topic of ultra independence um, you guys are used to me reading Bible verses this time I want to be raw right in the sense of I want to share part of my testimony and why I do know That God was the one who revealed this to me in the sense that He was the one who opened up my eyes. I grew up with this mentality that I don't need a guy in my life. I can fulfill my needs, I can buy everything. Because I have the mentality that the guy is the provider, which is fine. But God gave them something else more like, God gave guys something more than that. The man is the head of the house and we are the foundation, so we need each other to complete the purpose of the Lord, and I'm not saying that if you don't want to get married, you have to get married, because you know, you have to be complete, no, I am complete by myself, but I will acknowledge, in my case, I'm a single mom of two amazing boys, that at this moment of my life, yes, I do need a man, not because God is not enough, God is everything for me, but there's a lot of things that i do not understand boys like there's a lot of things that i do know guys can only understand themselves for instance when we want to share something we talk a lot and guys they're not like that they will give you brief conversations do you want to know how i know about that see a text message from a guy and see a text message from a girl (laughs) it's really funny and i always ask myself like why every time i send a message to a guy for instance let's just put it this way um i have a couple of friends because for some reason i get along better with guys and girls i don't know why but that's okay maybe because we're too hard to handle (laughs) i will say that (laughs) and when i ask him hey how are you my expectation as a girl because this is the way i am was this one okay if i ask him how he is he was gonna tell me if he's going through something how he feels or if the day went good he's gonna tell me no guys will be straight and short how are you good and that's it i'm good that's the way they do There's some guys that make the exception <laughs> it depends on the level of communication i will say that but they're they don't they don't talk that much. They're not that expressful. And you know what is funny? Something that I saw as a weakness, I see it as beauty It's trying to understand that. And the reason why I said at the beginning of the conversation that I do know God was the one who revealed this to me is because I never had this mentality before. I always felt rejected when things like that happened because I was not able to understand that guys are wired completely different from us and just to keep the same um, topic of rejection wounds which is this season about that this is one of the things that got revealed to me that i had this ultra independence i will share something (laughs) it happened years ago but i never understood those words up until now and it's been like five to six years i will say seven I was dating this guy at that moment, and we were friends for a while, like for years. And we—I don't know why—we decided to start a relationship. And I remember one day he was talking to me, and I said, "No, don't worry, I got this." And he looked at me in my eyes and said, "Jorali, you know what? Need me, and I'm gonna leave. And trust me when he said he was going to leave; he never came back." Thank God I never suffered from that relationship because it was not meant to be. But I never understood his words. Jareli, you don't need me. Wow. Moving forward. This is the reason why you need to get connected with people so you can start understanding. And this is one of the reasons why you need to ask boys things and observe them. Like, really, you need to do that. I was having this conversation with this guy, and he mentioned uh, something that happened to him in one of his relationships. And he said, "This girl did this, and I felt like she ne- she didn't need me, and that blocked me." Whew, that was the moment of impact. At that moment, really, God took me back. Just seven years ago, the guy that I was dating at that moment said that to me. And I never understood that because I was never positioned to listen to guys. For some reason, God has put a desire in me for years to understand guys a little bit more. I don't know if it's because of the fact that I have two boys or what is it. But it's not up until my son, who is 13 right now, I have seen the difference in our communication. For instance, I can send him a huge paragraph like hey Bobby, i love you i'm proud of you i'm this and that i and i do know for sure he loves me and the message that i get back it is the following me too <laughs> and i have never taken that as a negative thing because i understand that he loves me and he has a different way of communicating with me so i don't see that as a bad thing and i said god can you please show me? Can you can you make me understand how guys are wired? Because I always feel rejected constantly. And I was super independent. Like, I don't need any guy in my life. Like, there is no way. And it was not until my son started growing up that I understood, Okay, Julie, it is fine. You have been able to handle everything on your own. And there is nothing wrong with that. And put your hands down and applaud yourself for... Everything you have done as a single mom, because it's not an easy job, especially when you have teenagers, they're growing up, they're going through different situations, like different needs, confusion, especially in this era. But it was not up until now that I said, Lord, okay, I know I have said for years that I don't need any guy whatsoever. I need you and you are my provider. You are everything to me. But at this moment of my life, I do realize that I do need a husband. I do need one. Because I don't know anything about guys. I don't know. And I know you can give me the wisdom, but I need a partner. I need somebody that can help me raise my kids. They need to have a male figure in their life. And if you know me, you know that I had never had that mentality before. Never. I was ultra independent. Like, hey, I can do everything on my own. I can put the curtains in my house. I can put picture frames in my house i can handle this i can handle that yeah it is fine you can handle that but you need somebody to partner with you to help you in your journey to help each other in your journey i cannot do this on my own when i started the healing journey um that god started showing up things about rejection wounds etc this was one of the things that showed up i was completely constantly feeling rejected by God there's more depth to that which I'm not going to bring it up but it enabled me to even have a better relationship with my kids or to have a better relationship with my dad to have a better relationship with the father of my kids because that was a wound a rejection wound that I had I will say my healing journey have been not perfect because I'm not striving for perfection but I'm looking for progression and i have seen how god has changed my heart in the last couple of months i will say this everybody's journey is completely different and healing can be short for some and can be long for others and i do know for sure the day that i get married there are going to be wounds maybe they're hidden that i don't know that i have that are going to start showing up and i'm fine with it and i already know that ahead of time like okay god work with what you want me to work in this season show me what you want to show me in this season and then we can move on to the next one and the reason why i say ultra independence can block many blessings within you it is because for instance i never wanted nobody to help me to do my things i thought people knew what i needed because i was not able to express myself well that's another thing My communication was the worst. I'm working on it. (laughs) In the sense of every time I communicate things, I always I used to communicate my things not in a good way in the sense of how can I say I would say nagging or I just don't the word doesn't come to my mind right now. But it was God telling me Jaredy. If you want something from somebody, be straight to the person. Don't sugarcoat things because you don't want to be rejected, just go straight. Okay, hey, I need this. Don't go and write a paragraph to to think the person is going to know what you want. No, just say the need and that's it. Part of the rejection, I didn't want to be rejected. So I was trying to sugarcoat things. And that happened to me constantly in relationships. That ended up being a heavy burden because I thought they knew what I needed. And no, baby girl, you need to communicate. And how I learned about that with my son, guys are completely different and completely the opposite as we are when it comes to communication my kids i have to tell them specifically hey can you bring me the plate that is on top of the counter close to this that's the way they are and i'm not saying there is something wrong with that i think that is beauty within that but the way that i used to do things is like hey bring me the stuff that is in the counter and that's it like so simple just to give you a little bit of an example. But this is one of the reasons why I understood that I need somebody in my life. A guy, guy's perspective. It is good to have somebody in your life. It is good to have company. And if we take the relationship part out of the way. And we bring the part of having friendships close to us understanding that we need people around us to lift us up it is so beautiful because i don't think i have been able i wouldn't be able to be where i am today if i didn't have people around me maybe praying for me and i'm not saying that i never had any kind of friends yes i did have friends but i was extremely selective in the part of i that i can handle myself like hey i got two people. I don't need nobody else in my life. I don't need nobody around me. I'm good. I can handle this. When many times I wanted to say, Hey, I just, I just don't think I can handle this. Like I just don't think I have the availability to handle. No. Cause I was ultra independent and you were not allowed to say that I was not allowed to say that I didn't want to do it or I didn't feel capable of doing it because I was ultra independent and ultra independent. It is a wall that you create to show people that you can do everything when at the end of the road, yeah, there's some things you're capable of doing by yourself. And yes, that's fine. But there are things that you need somebody else to help you. Cause maybe you have a blind spot that you're not able to see. And maybe the other person is able to see that, you know, this is why you need people in your life. And even the Bible says about that, we need people in our life. But I thank God for showing this to me and, and like getting that wrong mentality of being extremely ultra independent from that to humble myself down hey okay okay god i'm good i i think i'm ready (laughs) i'm ready for it god i think i do just need that amazing guy's brain i think um seeing my kids growing and now having the right eyes of how guys are wired and god made them amazingly i see so much beauty when it comes to the opposite sex and i think it's right the opposite too when it comes to us that's why we need each other there's some things that i can do and there's some things that they can do and god is amazing you know Open up your eyes and open up your heart for God to show you if you for some reason have that wound of rejection that can lead you to ultra independence and is not allowing you to grow maybe in the way that you need to grow. I thank God that he came into my life and he positioned me in the church that I am for me to be able to see how many things I did wrong and God literally brought this to my mind. When I was married, I remember, um, I think I never made him feel like he was needed because I was extremely independent. I was studying. I had a full-time job. I had everything in control. I never allowed the guy to perform the way he needed to perform. And I remember one day I asked God, I said, God, okay, so what is it that every time, for instance, in my past marriage, when he was with me he never worked and then he swish he was with somebody else and now he's working nonstop. of course you really because you never allowed him to grow mama like you thought you had everything in control that you did not allow him to grow as a man you did not allow him to perform as the head of the house because you wanted to be the man So be mindful when you think as a girl that you have, if you're married, that you have everything in control, that you are not allowing your spouse to perform the way he needs to perform for what God called him to do. Now that God opened up my eyes, I see all of the mistakes that I did. When you get married to somebody, both of you are supposed to grow, but there has to be the availability for you guys to grow together. For instance. If you don't allow. If you don't make the guy feel like he's needed. Or he's res- he needs to be respected. You're going to scare him away. <laughs> I remember Jesus. Oh God. Thank God that God came into my life. And I remember years ago. And I'm talking about years. I don't even have pictures of that in my mind. Because I don't even know what they are. We had a party from the company that I used to work with and we were getting drinks and food etc and I remember I talked to him in a certain way and when he left to look for the drinks um one of my co-workers said Jureli why are you talking to him like he's your son and at that moment I was not even a mom like I don't and i told her like i don't see nothing wrong like i did inside at that moment because i grew up with that environment i grew up in the environment of we need to be ultra independent we don't need any guy we don't need nobody else we can do everything on our own if you have that mentality keep that mentality it's not gonna allow you to grow we need people around you and i'm not saying right now let me let me clarify this out I'm not saying that if for any reasons you got out of a relationship and you're in your healing journey or your men fasting or your husband died or something like that, that you need to find a husband uh, or get married. That is my revelation. That is what I got for me. This is what God revealed to me. I'm a mom of two kids. I have always dreamed to be married, but I had the wrong perspective of marriage. I'm not saying that you need to be married in order to be complete. Don't, don't take this out of context. What I'm saying is in my case, me as a mom of two, the girl that always said that I don't need any guy in my life. I got to the point of saying, okay, my kids are growing. I need somebody to guide them. I need somebody to show me maybe how to deal with certain things that I'm unable to see because I'm a girl and guys are completely different. So, don't look now for a guy or the guy in the corner. Hey, I need you. I need you to, to marry me. No, that is my revelation. And I'm speaking for myself and I'm sharing my testimony. If for some reason there's a single mom out there, or there is somebody that is suffering from that rejection wound of ultra independence, to do a shakeup on themselves. Moving forward to the conversation that we had. Okay, so I never saw those behaviors as wrong this is what I'm about to say it is important to look your surroundings who you're surrounding yourself with you gotta remember that you become the people that you surround yourself with why I highlight that so much (sighs) healing can sound like you're gonna end up maybe alone in rearranging friendships not because they're bad people not because you're better than them, but you need to do a detox of yourself so you can be able to discern a little bit more. This is my testimony. Maybe this is not yours. When I started my healing journey, God started showing me people that I needed to took out of my life. Once again, not because they're bad people, not at all, but we had the same, how can I say this? We had the same weakness and we had the same wounds. And it was kind of hard for me at the beginning to do so, to distance myself from people that I love because I still love them and adore them. And I think they're like amazing people. But when I started taking people out of my life and started inserting people from church that we ain't perfect, but we seek the Lord and we have different revelations. And that part of being all trying to pen and church if you're married, that ain't gonna work. So when I started inserting people inside of my life and getting people out and maybe detoxing myself from the old mentality, I started to see things more clearly. I started to see a lot of behaviors that I had that they were not wrong. I started looking for God more, speaking the same language of people at church. Hey, can we do fasting? Hey, we're going to do prayer this day. Hey, we're going to do this. And started getting into that environment. It helped me out to clear up my mind. Another thing. If you're a girl and you're constantly dating and you have never, ever taken time for yourself to listen to the Lord, do not entertain nobody. I will guarantee you that is the best thing that you have ever done. Like, I thank God that I did this. I thank God that I literally stopped everything i will never say it's easy um especially in the world that we live in we want to keep entertaining people but i will say it is the best thing and the best investment that i have done i stopped entertaining any kind of conversations when it comes to guys i got myself out of that dating scene and i said hey god i want you to show me what i need to work with i don't want to for me i admire people that date several people (laughs) I was not born for that. I I was not wired to do that. I admire people who have the ability to do so, and I don't see nothing wrong with it. But I think that's a gift. I don't have that. I just cannot date several people like starting explaining myself who I am. Those dating apps, they don't work for me. I'm sorry. Like God, I don't want to keep entertaining people. That's a waste of time. I don't have time to waste. Like going on different dates every day. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. So if you are able to do so. that's a gift that god gave you but one of the things that i did when i started doing manifesting it is getting the apps out and getting any sort of temptation that could lead me to there if you want different results you have to start doing things differently it is not easy because it's a pattern that you're so used to that you want to be drawn to it again but you have to be strong and you have to go to the Lord. Hey God, I feel this way. I feel like I want to go back to my past, but hey, give me the strength to hold on to the season. And I think the first couple of weeks, it was kind of hard and now, and I'm like, oh, okay. And I have a different perspective of relationship. I have a different perspective of guys and I have a different perspective of my role as a woman in a relationship. Why? Because I silent everything that I was making noises that I was unable to listen to the Lord. This is something that I I really, really encourage you, women, to do. Take time with the Lord. And I don't want to sound religious. I don't like that part. When people try to put things like so perfect, religiously, you're not going to be tempted. You're not going to have desires. That's a lie. You are going to be tempted. You're going to have desires. But on those moments, you need to seek the Lord. Because you're going to have those moments. You're going to have those moments of trying to go back to where you were or maybe reaching out to that person that you know is extremely toxic. It it ain't good for you. But those moments, instead of going to that person, go to the Lord. He's going to help you and he's going to deliver you from that. But it is the best investment that you can do to yourself. Get to know yourself better. Why? If you get to know yourself better, you're going to be able to once you get into the relationship to express yourself and tell them, Hey, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I want. And if you're not giving me this, I'm not going to settle for less. And I had to do that. And I'm so proud of myself because I was not able to do that before I was speaking to this guy. He was really handsome. He was really gorgeous. But up front, when we started talking, I expressed myself something that I didn't want it to do. And he's having sexual conversations. I don't want to go into that detail. And I expressed that to him. We started talking. He never did it. And one day he sent me in a meme. And I'm like, what part did we are not like understanding ourselves? You know, I told you that I don't want to go through this. Okay. I, I told him he, he said, okay. Again, he did it. And I'm like, hey, boy, I'm not going to lose my time. So let me tell you something. If you see that type of red flag, this sermon is going to help you a lot. So I'm not going to tell you what to do. Ask God for discernment. But if I can go back to that, the first time he did it, it was my time to say, hey, I'm done. I told you at the beginning, I'm Christian. I don't want to entertain sexual uh conversations because that's gonna draw us somewhere else. Let's just leave it here. Sometimes you don't even have to give explanations. I we just stop talking and that's it. Because I don't want to entertain those kind of conversations. Third time he said it to me and I said, you know what? I told you more than once that I don't want to do this. I don't want to have this conversation, uh, conversations, neither memes. And you're still sending me this meme. I feel like this is completely disrespectful. And we started talking from there. Why? Because I'm not going to settle for less. I know my worth because God gave me my worth. Not society, not Instagram likes, not how many people follow me. No, you are worth the wait. If, hey, if you do not like the part and the part that I don't want to have sex before marriage, that's fine. Move on to the next. I know God is going to bring me somebody that is going to be able to wait. I'm not going to say it's going to be easy because that, that thing ain't easy. But I do know God will give me the grace for that moment. And I know if the person that God puts into my face or into my heart, God is going to give him the same grace. It does not mean you don't have to do nothing, that you don't have to pray, that it's not going to be hard, that you're not going to be tempted. But I do know when the moment comes, God is going to give me the grace. So now, because I spend time knowing myself and talking to the Lord, I know what I want as a relationship. I was not able to do that before. Trust me, I was a people pleaser. I I was ultra independent, but I was a people pleaser. Like, okay, if you want this, okay, let's do this. I never had a voice. Never. I always let... I always had, <laughs> let me let me put the words together. I always allowed other people to make decisions for me. And that was my biggest mistakes. That's another thing of rejection wounds. Because you don't have a voice. You don't know yourself enough to speak your word. Because you, you think if you speak your mind up, you're going to be rejected. And you know how I learned how to avoid that? When I said that to the guy, and even though, okay, when we started talking, one of the first things I said to him in the conversation is, hey, I don't, one of the things that I do not want to do is have sex before marriage. He never said his thought about it, um, but he knew up front. That was the first thing I told him. I was not able to do that before. Not at all. Maybe I was able to express myself, but I didn't care if at that moment when I told him that he was going to leave me i don't care like if you want to leave me because i'm expressing you that i'm sorry i'm i'm not i'm not your cup of tea and i'm not losing nothing you're the one losing somebody that is willing to wait to avoid a lot of confusions a lot of headaches a lot of soul ties unnecessary soul ties and a lot of unavailability to discern who you are. I don't want to have that anymore. And I I can speak for myself. When you have sex before marriage, you create a soul tie and you're completely unable to see and discern who the person is. That's why there's a lot of people being married and they get divorced pretty fast. Because why? When you get into marriage, you're going to see everything about that person. That maybe if you didn't have that soul tie, you would have been able to discern. And I'm not saying the person, when you get married to them, you're going to find out a lot of things about them that you never saw before. It is not the same. You know how how easy it is to get out of a relationship when you have not had sex with the person? I will speak for my experience. It is easy. It does not mean it will not hurt you, but it's not going to hurt you anymore. But that's another topic. We're not going to bring that up here. So to end this and to wrap this up, Ultra independence from a woman's perspective is gonna kill you. You're never gonna be in a good relationship. You're you're always gonna be the woman who is gonna tell the guy what to do. And when it's right the opposite, we are a partnership. We neither of us control each other. But I need you to be the head of the household as a guy. And trust me, baby, I'm gonna cover you in prayers because I'm the one who is going to help you. That's why we need each other. You know what I mean? Because as a body of Christ, we need each other's up. So I do want to bring somebody uh, to hear the guy's perspective when it comes to ultra-independence from their perspective because I have heard a lot of things from the guys when they talk about that topic. How it's so hard to approach a girl these days because of that and how a girl can scare a guy Because she's ultra independent it's not because the guy doesn't want an independent woman but there's levels to that independence so stay tuned for the next episode this is the last episode of the year yes we made it i'm so thankful for all of you guys that have taken the time to listen to relentless in god stay tuned for the next episode of ultra independence from a man's perspective coming next year so i'm so happy to share that with you guys and thank you once again for listening to relentless in god